time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we dive into today's topic. Today's topic is adult children. I'm going to have some scripture references today. Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9 through 10. Also, Proverbs 22, 6. Romans 5, verses 4 through 5. These are just some of the references. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And we're talking about adult children. I was reading a post from Elizabeth Spencer, and she states in the post that she wants specific things for her adult children. Once they made their entrance into the world, she wanted them to, um, just to name a few, she wanted them to be safe and healthy. <coughs> Excuse me. She wanted them to feel loved, and she wanted them to have God's name written on their hearts and to be certain of his love. Elizabeth goes on to say, to be in a relationship with God. And as I was reading this, I agreed with her because, <coughs> excuse me, I agree with her because a satisfying relationship fills you up and leaves you lacking nothing. Knowing that he wants none to perish. He doesn't want you to perish. It leaves you feeling satisfied. It leaves you feeling that your relationship with the Lord is worthwhile. And he tells us in Second Peter 3, 9 that he wants none to perish. Elizabeth Spencer goes on to, to say that she wanted her adult children to have true friends. And she gives Ecclesiastics 4, 9 through 10 <clears throat> as a reference. Because if either of them falls down, one can help the other up. And I don't know about anyone else, but I have experienced friends who are there when I'm going through rough times, when I'm going through good times. They are there. They also hold me accountable. I share those same things with them. I hold them accountable. I'm there to pick them up. So friendships um, can be very good. And so Elizabeth wanted her children to have not only a relationship with the Lord because it's satisfying but she also wanted them to have true friends and I agree with her I want my adult children to have a personal relationship with the Lord I want them to have true friends who will hold them accountable who will be there to catch them and, and pick them up when they need a helping hand someone that is uh, 
has a relationship with the Lord. So I can agree with Elizabeth. I want my adult children to have a personal relationship with the Lord. And also friends that share in life experiences and milestones. I share it with them the same, you know, the birth of a child, the, a marriage, you know, the death of a loved one. We are there for each other. We are true friends. But most of all, we share the word of God with each other. We, we uh, encourage one another. The word of the Lord says, iron sharpens iron. So we are there to encourage each other and build each other up. Elizabeth also said that she wanted her adult children to have hope. She says, I long for my children to maneuver through the ups and downs of adulthood with confident expectation that God is who he says he is and he will do what he says he will. You know, I understand her. I understand why she's saying that. I too desire for my children and their children and their children's children to hope in the Lord. In the midst of trials, tribulations, life circumstances, problems, I want my family, my children, and their children, and their children's children to put their hope in our Heavenly Father and in His Son, Jesus Christ. Romans 5, verses 4 through 5 of the New Living Translation says, We can rejoice when we run into problems, for they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops character. And character strengthens our hope of salvation and deliverance and does not disappoint. I don't know about anyone else. But I want my adult children to hope in the Lord for all of their needs. During the good, during the bad, I want them to hope in the Lord. You know, I want them to put him first, to acknowledge him. I pray that they have a quiet place to rest. For Isaiah 32, 18 of the new... Um, International Version says, my people will live in peaceful dwelling places. Is secure homes, insecure homes, and in undisturbed places of rest. My people will live in peaceful dwelling places, in secure homes, and in undisturbed places of rest. I desire that for my children, my adult children. I pray that I have, uh, throughout their youth, I have taught them well. I have instructed them well. I have relied on the Lord 
uh, to quicken the word of God in their lives and in their hearts. I pray that and hope that um, the word of the Lord has made their hearts of flesh, not of stone. I pray that according to um, the scripture, I have trained them up well. I pray that they put God first, not just in trying times, but when all is well. For Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways. Acknowledge him. Put him first. Consult him. Seek him. You know, I'm praying and hoping that um, I have taught my children to acknowledge the Lord. And I'm hoping and praying that um, they will never let go of his hand. I want them to have a personal relationship with the Lord. I'm praying that as I trained up my children in the way that they should go, that they won't depart from it when they're old. Now, I know that they are going to do their own thing. You know, adult children, they grow up and they leave their nest and they do their own thing. They go off and they try new things and they experiment and they move far away from mom and dad if they can. <laughs> they move away. But I'm praying that the word of the Lord that I have tried to instill in them, that they will not be able to get away from it. They will not be able to depart from that teaching. They will not be able to forget their upbringing. They may try to do other things, but the teaching and the rules and the upbringing that we brought them up in in the word of God, they can't escape it. It's there. It's telling them, now you know that's not right. It's telling them to, to lean on the Lord, not to your own understanding. It's telling them and warning them about people that lay in wait for others to, to steal, to rob, to murder, to do uh, various evil things. It's there. The word of God is there to, to instruct them and to, to keep them, uh, you know, remembering what, what the Lord's word says. And not only that, but, you know, to, to work, you know, like the, like the ant that never stops working. It's very busy. It's a worker. I want my children to work and be an active, positive uh, part of society. I'm praying that the things that I have taught them in the word as children and teens, that it is following them through their adult life. And I have to say that uh, my youngest is 42. Yes, 42. And the children that they are bringing into the world now, you know, their, their children and their grandchildren, I'm praying that they will pass those teachings down. So I want my adult children uh, to follow the teaching, not forget what they've been taught. You know, folly is, is bound up in the heart of children. But when you are older, you put away childish things. And so I am trusting and I am believing the Lord that they are putting him first. They are acknowledging him in everything 
that they do and that they have a heart to study and read God's word, to place God's word on their heart, to, to get it deep within. I'm praying that they have a heart of flesh, not a heart of stone. I am praying that they know how to give good gifts to their children. I'm praying that they are modeling our Heavenly Father and giving good gifts to their children. Because He is who He says He is. He is God. He is love. And I am praying that my children want to be true disciples of His Son, Jesus Christ. I'm praying that my children will be filled with His Holy Spirit. I'm praying that they are filled with love, joy, peace. I'm praying that they think positive thoughts according to Philippians 4 and 8. You know, whatever is true, lovely, just. I'm, you know, I'm believing that the things that I have taught them is going to take root in them. Why? Because it wasn't me that I was presenting. It was God. I presented them with God. And, you know, I couldn't have done that without him. I could not have presented the things to my children about the Lord without him. I couldn't have done it without his, his gift. You know, it's his desire that none should perish. And so I have presented that to them. I have told them that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Yes, I have adult children. I have adult grandchildren. I am praying that the Lord is deep in their hearts, that he is upon their heart. You know, some people, um, they read bedtime stories to their kids, and that's wonderful, you know. The kids enjoy it. But do you ever stop and read a bedtime story about Samuel or about Elijah or about Luke or Jesus, you know, reading them a bedtime story from the Bible. You know, Deuteronomy says that um, you should teach them as they go by the way, when they wake up in the morning and when they lie down at night, you are to put the word of God in their hearts. And so I want to encourage you. I want to encourage each and every one of you who have adult children and you feel like they are going astray. You feel like they don't follow the teachings that you have instilled in them as young people. I want to encourage you to know that they cannot escape the teaching that has come from the Lord and, and God used you as the vessel to deliver it. They cannot escape that teaching. They may try. They may experiment with other things. They may go their own way. But the word of the Lord has been planted in their hearts. And they are still remembering. They remember. They, they remember scripture. They may not act like they don't, but they remember scripture. Father, we come lifting our children up before you. We pray that they will acknowledge you in every area of their lives. We pray that in their obedience to you, they will live quiet and peaceful lives and that they will have a safe place to rest and that every need be met as they depend on you.
In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I want to thank you for joining us today on Tea Time with Marcella. We hope that you have been blessed. See you next time here on Tea Time with Marcella.